From the Diocese of Springfield in Illinois, this is Dive Deep. We dive deep into our Catholic faith. I am Andrew Hanson. we got two special guests in studio with us today. I'm going to introduce you to them in just a second. But when you hear about the Catholic Church, I wonder if you've heard this saying before. No other organization clothes more people, educates more people, takes care of the health care of more people, and feeds more people than the Catholic Church. And the best organization that epitomizes all that is Catholic Charities. In 2019, these, these numbers are just they're insane because uh, the impact across our diocese that Catholic Charities has done, 18,000 people served in crisis assistance last year, more than 7,000 individuals on education and advocacy. The mobile food pantry alone, nearly 12,000 people served. St. John's Breadline in Springfield, 173,000 meals served in 2019. The impact of Catholic Charities is utterly incredible. So we're so great to have Elaine Wright. She's from the Springfield office and Amy Mayer from Catholic Charities on the diocesan level for the Diocese of Springfield, Illinois. Ladies, thanks for coming in here on Dive Deep. Thank you for your tremendous work on Catholic Charities. And, and we're here not only to talk about the impact of Catholic Charities, but also what's happening right now amongst COVID and the pandemic and the great need you're seeing. And uh, Elaine, I want to start with you because you've seen firsthand in the Springfield office, you've seen stories of people coming in. Uh, tell our listeners uh, some stories of, of how, the, the, not only the impact you've seen of Catholic Charities, but also the heartbreak that you guys see every day of people who come in. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. We've been really fortunate to give away over $50,000 so far in crisis assistance to clients who have come in with various needs across the board, specifically right now induced by the COVID pandemic. So I can just share a few of those with you yeah. if you'd like. So when you when you say crisis assistance, yes. uh, what, is, what is that exactly for, for our listeners? Yeah, we have a crisis assistance office with two caseworkers. So anytime people are in a crisis of various <laughs> sorts, they can come to us and we try to intervene however possible. So primarily those consist of um, help with utility payments if they're behind on a utility bill, their power gets shut off, rental uh, rental assistance, so they're on the verge of possibly being evicted. Um, we also have a pharmaceutical assistance program where we help people with medication. Um, and then also just a variety of other little things. Sometimes we have transportation assistance or we'll help them with their uh, vehicle repair. Um, a lot of times we have people who are recently released from prison or homeless and needing birth certificates to get back into the system so they can receive government aid. So our caseworkers help them um, track down their birth certificates. So you're, I mean, you're, 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 like you guys are really on the front lines and seeing mm -hmm. some dire situations and um, the impact Catholic Charities has on these folks. Yeah, to tell us some, I mean, some of these stories, I mean, they bring tears to your eyes. Yeah, we had a mother of three children who lost her job because she was laid off during the COVID pandemic. She was a server at a restaurant that closed. Um, she has three children. One of those was an infant and they were just struggling to pay their rent and utilities. And so we helped her pay two months of her rent and two months of her utilities to keep her power on. And then we sent home a huge um, food order to feed the family for a month. Um, another one, we had a couple who lost income because the male got COVID and so he had to leave work and then his company wouldn't allow him to return. So he lost his job. Um, and so they were going to be evicted, having their power shut off, um, or they're just behind on rental payments. So we, again, helped them with their rental and utilities. Um, and then we had a 72-year-old woman who has a business here in town, 
and it was just really struggling from the COVID pandemic. Her sales were down. She finally got to open her doors again. Sales were going back up, and then a car drove through her window and shattered oh all the gosh. glass. So just when she was getting back on her feet, right. she had to close the business again. Um, so we just helped her with some of her stopgap needs. Again, rental utility assistance and food. And here it is, you know, Catholic Charity is coming to the rescue for these folks. And and first of all, you don't have to be Catholic to receive Catholic Charity's help. And Great I would point. assume the vast majority of your clients are not Catholic. Correct. Um, yeah. So these stories, in, in specifically, when you when you remembered uh, when when they came to Catholic Charities and you all said, "We're here to help you," and here here's your rental assistance, or here we're going to help you with food. Um, what's their reaction? For the most part, people are very very grateful very overwhelmed, very thankful. And I think surprised, quite honestly, that we're willing to um, to give all that we do. Yeah, on the crisis assistance, again, I mentioned nearly 19,000 cases uh, you served in 2019. Uh, now, Amy, uh, because of because of COVID, um, you guys have seen an increase across the diocese in terms of need? Well, we have. Um, it's been a little bit slow developing um, because of all the protective measures that were put into place when COVID first became an issue for us. Um, so some of the people didn't necessarily need our assistance immediately, but they're all starting to show up now. So the, it, there's been a huge increase across the diocese, not just in the Springfield area, of people seeking assistance as the, as the, the restrictions are coming off on terms of, in terms of uh, evictions and, and uh, utility shutoffs and things like that. And um, while the Things look better. Um, there are still a lot of people who haven't gone back to work who um, who are going to need assistance for a while. Yeah, and, and talk about um, also the we have satellite locations across the diocese. So you know, Lane's here in Springfield, but we have we have offices you know strategically placed um, that are really helping you know every every person in any walk of life in all corners of our diocese. That's correct. Yeah, we cover twenty eight counties, and we have seven area offices that are spread out across the diocese um, to serve the entire the entire central Illinois population. Where are those uh, satellite locations at? Uh, we have Quincy, we have Decatur, we have Effingham, we have Mattoon, Carlinville, Springfield, and Madison County. Now on the, on the food pantry side, especially because of COVID, um, I've, I've seen stories of food pantries going low. Obviously the, the need is great. So let's talk about food, obviously the basic necessity of, of life. So Elaine, what, what have you guys seen, especially St. John's Breadline, uh, which is run out of uh, the Springfield office? What have you guys seen there and also on, on the food pantry side? Yeah. So St. John's Breadline is a restaurant. So it's under the same restriction as all restaurants. So the dining room has been closed oh, since okay. that mandate went into place. But the Breadline has never closed its doors for a day, technically speaking. They're continuing to deliver one meal a day to go. So the staff just pivoted really well, organized an assembly line, stuffs to go boxes every every single day, and they've served over 4,000 meals since um, the pandemic hit. Wow. Yeah, people are lining up. The lines are longer than ever. And actually, Shauna, the supervisor of the Breadline, has told us that they're seeing a lot of new faces that are now being affected from the pandemic that aren't um, regulars at the Breadline. So actually, the need there has seen an increase. So when, when you say need, um, when people want to give, they don't, do they give food or in this situation, especially on the food pantry side, can people give canned goods and things like that? Or are you looking more for the monetary side or both? Uh, both is always helpful <laughs> <That's> <laughs> for <true>. sure. <laughs> um, I would say at the breadline, the monetary side is helpful because they have recipes that they follow um, that really work well, especially right now for the to-go meals. So yes, they do a great job at the breadline of using whatever food is donated for sure. Um, but it is helpful to just maybe even donate grocery store gift cards, things like that. So they can get the ingredients that they need. 
for their meals. And how, how has the food pantry side gone in, in Springfield and the, the mobile food pantries that oh. also run through through your office as well? Yes. Yep. This month, we're actually picking up two extra sites for the mobile food pantry. We're going to Cass and Christian County, um, to Pena and uh, Beardstown, Cass and Christian counties. So we've continued to take food out to rural communities since the, the pandemic hit. We haven't stopped. And we've also seen that the need there is great because they are there's food scarcity, which is why the mobile food pantry exists, is to reach those communities who are now suffering all the more. Um, the food pantry itself, donations have certainly been down. So we greatly welcome um, not only donations of food, but volunteers. So a lot of our volunteers who have faithfully come over the years have had to leave because they are in the senior citizen population, which is specifically at risk because of COVID. We've had a few volunteers step up to kind of fill in, but we are short. So calling all volunteers, <laughs> please come to the food pantry. And, and, and Amy, what, what have you seen across the diocese? You know, Elaine just hit on Springfield. Is it a, is it a similar it's scene a, across all our locations? Yes, absolutely. Um, all of our offices have food pantries of, of some sort, and all of our offices do the mobile food pantry service. And so there's been a, a decrease in volunteers, a decrease in donations, and an increase in need. So the, those are in all of our areas we can use assistance with our food pantries. And I want you I want you guys both to talk about this because, you know, we've, we live in a time where the Catholic Church has had some, some negative headlines. Let's just, we'll, we'll put it out kind of subliminally there. Um, and, you know, people are starting to lose their faith. We're seeing more people become nuns, the N-O-N-E-S, and, and lose their faith and things like that. Mm-hmm. But on the front lines, it really is Catholic Charities that is just doing the Lord's work. I mean, you guys are on the front lines, uh, and it doesn't, the pre- people are, are not Catholic. It doesn't matter. We are here to serve you. How rewarding is it to work for Catholic Charities? How rewarding is it to to meet these people and see the fear and the anxiety on their face and say, you know, actually, we're, we're here to help you and we can provide you that one month's rent and we can provide you some food. Uh, Elaine, I'll start with you. I mean, what's what are those feelings like and to, to be able to be part of an organization that is truly living the gospel of life? Yeah, great question, Andrew. Uh, it's truly an honor. I That's what I love about Catholic Charities is that I get to live out the biblical mandate, which is to be the hands and feet of Christ, to serve the poor. That's what Jesus called us to do. And so it is it is a big job. It's We leave it all in the field every day. My staff and I all work very hard to serve the poor. But I, uh, I was just talking with one of my staff members yesterday, and we said, man, well, we can sleep at night knowing we have lived it a full, purposeful day living our biblical mandate. And that's a great feeling at the end of every day to fall asleep, knowing you've left it all on the field. Um, and that Catholic Charities offers that sort of very, very purposeful employment across the board to all of its employees at every level that ultimately, even though our job descriptions look different, um, we are ultimately being the hands and feet of Christ and, and living out um, that service. So it's a great honor and, and a great privilege. Amy, what about you? Yeah, and I, I'm not sure I can say it any better than <laughs> Elaine did. It's it's an absolute fabulous place to work. Everyone that I work with is there for the right reason. Um, everybody I work with could probably make more money doing something else, but they love the work that we do, and we are absolutely the the boots on the ground, um, mission driven program of Catholic, of the Catholic Church. Yeah, and I love hearing those stories you said right out of the gate, Elaine. I'm obviously it's it's heartbreaking to hear you know people in these dire situations, but on the flip side, to to write to, to hear that you know yeah here, here here's a check here's here's money to to help you know it's very to, rewarding yeah to, to, to you, you can you can tell these people are just filled with emotion of gratitude and, and joy. 
Um, you know, the one thing I also want to mention for, for people is you think Catholic charities, food pantries, crisis assistance, but there's a whole host of other things you guys do uh, from immigration services, free legal services. Uh, so, Amy, I want to start with you uh, and tell tell people, I mean, Catholic charities is talk about a broad help. <laughs> you guys are helping so many people in so many different ways. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually uh, started working for Catholic Charities as the director of the Legal Services Program, um, and that was how I came in in the door. Actually, I was on the board before that, but I came in the door as an employee with the Legal Services Program, and it's a huge, huge need, and we serve people across the across the diocese who are facing legal problems, mostly piled on top of all the other issues that people in the lower income brackets have to deal with, um, so we can take that off their plate and help them with those problems. We have counseling services. We have very I mean, excellent counselors um, who provide very low-cost counseling for people who are in need of those services. Um, and we try to tailor all of our programs to the communities that they're in. So if there's a – in Springfield, we don't offer a lot of counseling because they have there are a lot of counseling programs available in Springfield. But in our more rural areas, um, that's not a service that's easy to find. And so we offer those programs. Uh, to people in our communities based on what the communities need. And also with with the COVID situation, you've established a hotline right. for people who are was, kind of who are stressed or, or feeling yeah. the anxieties. And, and how's that been going? Have, have you had we a... Have had, we've had calls. Yeah, it's been working very well. I, I don't actually have numbers on that because I, it's uh, it's not directly related to me, but, um, but definitely we've been getting calls and, and just basically providing a friendly resource um, to help people handle the stress. Yeah, and Elaine, when, when you're talking with your, your clients and they need help beyond crisis or they need help beyond the food food side of things and you say, I know actually we, we have all these other things we can help you with, are they just flabbergasted at yeah. the, the amount of tools and things you guys are working on <laughs> yeah. for, for others? It's really great to be able to have those referrals to give all under the umbrella of Catholic Charities. Um, people are very thankful, yes. So on that note, so obviously you guys are, are working hard and, and you've seen a need. So. Uh, talk about the, um, we'll start with you, um, Amy, Donate. we need some donations, we need some help. Uh, you know, Elena mentioned that the food and, and, and food and financial, but talk about it a little bit more specifically because because of COVID, you've seen the need go up and logically, as we've seen with most charities, donations and things have gone down, but this is the time if you have it in your heart and you have it in your wallet, please, please offer some financial gifts to Catholic charities. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, across the board, charitable giving goes down when uncertainty goes up and we've certainly been living in uncertain times and we understand that people don't feel like they have as much to give right now um, but some people do and and they this is a good time for them to step up and help out um, in a very concrete way that I mean that money goes directly into helping helping people cope with whatever's going on in their life right now um, and and the, the feeling of relief when they know that somebody is there to help them is just you can't put a you can't put a dollar figure on that. Yeah, and I know so many people maybe want to give for the food pantry or for the St. John's bread line, but Elaine, know that when you give a donation to help someone with their electric bill, to help someone uh, pay for that gallon or for pay for for a gas tank to help them get get to a job, that is just exactly. as important as giving money for a food pantry. Absolutely, because you're helping fill really vital gaps in people's lives that help them get out of poverty and um, provide stable housing and um, not die of heat stroke in the summer because yeah. we can keep their air conditioning on. We have a lot of people who live in trailers and don't have air conditioning. And um, so all of that is equally as important. Those are all basic 
fundamental needs, yes. So cc.dio.org, that's where we want to send people uh, for donations. And and they can pick their satellite location if they live in Alton. They can give to their Alton location through Correct. the website. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a drop-down box that you can you can pick the area office that serves your area, and the money will absolutely go there. Awesome. Ladies, anything else you wanted to, yeah. to add or, or, or talk about? Um, it might be worth noting that because of COVID, we had to cancel our annual fundraiser this year. So that also will, is putting us thousands and thousands of dollars <laughs> behind budget on top of everything else. Um, so, so if you were going to go to that anyway, and you're going to spend the yeah, money, you're not out. Just, just go just, ahead and give. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're doing. There are some community food drives being um, being conducted for us. So you can always donate um, food, bring it to the pantry. Um, we welcome those food donations as well. Well, you ladies are doing tremendous work. So thank you, uh, Catholic Charity CC.dial.org. That's where we want. Uh, you guys to go. Uh, again, you can choose your satellite location here in the diocese to give, but um, because of COVID, generally speaking, obviously we need always need to help our brothers and sisters in Christ, but uh, especially right now during COVID, there's just so much uncertainty and so many people need help. So Elaine Wright and Amy Mayer, thank you ladies for coming in here on Dive Deep. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having us, Andrew. You're welcome. Well, this has been Dive Deep. If you'd like more podcasts, head on over to dio.org slash podcast. And until next time, we will see you next time here on Dive Deep. 